Super Scoreboard. Women in Football Podcast. Inspiring the next generation of girls in the game. Welcome to Super Scoreboard's Women in Football Podcast with me, Joe Hendry, and joining me this week is Christy Grimshaw. Christy, how are you? All good, yeah, thanks, Joe. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, and you're joining us from Italy. You're literally... I would say living the footballing dream right now. You've just signed for AC Milan. You must be absolutely buzzing just now. Yes, yes. I'm it's a bit overwhelming right now, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely buzzing, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Is it sort of a big adjustment for you? I mean, you've you've gone from, you know, being here in Scotland to going over to the States. Has it been like has it been a gradual thing for you? It's kind of prepared you for this, or are you still kind of like wow this is you know this is really happening obviously I'm just going to be completely honest with you but every new adventure I've kind of started I've obviously had the fear before it and (laughs) moving to the states and then I started in France and then I'm now I'm here like no I never never get used to it I have to admit it's really really scary um and it takes me like about I've been here for about two weeks now so and that's me just kind of feel like settled in now a little bit and that's obviously been two weeks but it's always a struggle at first, obviously, especially with, like the language barrier and that. Could you have imagined, like, between playing for Aberdeen Ladies at 16 to where you are now, did you have that in your head that, you know, this was a possibility or have you just been kind of going with it and seeing where it takes you? Exactly. I've just been going with it. I never, ever, ever would have, even, like, even honestly, three years ago when I was, two years ago when I was in America, I would have never said, like, two years from now I would have been in, I'll be playing for AC Milan. Yeah, no, I've just been going with it and taking it each day as it comes. You're one of a few select Scottish players as well that have gone over to Italy to play as well. That must be to join that list of names. I think the last one was probably Liam Henderson. Um, For you to join that must be pretty incredible as well. Yeah, no, it's really, really, really... It's a huge, um, huge, like honour for me because obviously Italy and the Italian leagues are really strong as well in the men and women's games, so definitely really cool for me and how much of a step up is it for you I mean it's a, it's a strong league but you know you've been playing really competitively for the last few years obviously in America it was a little bit it was like I was studying and playing so it's not as still a good game obviously in the but like professionally the women's game is really good over there but obviously when you're playing collegiate football as I was um it's this is a huge step up from that like the game's faster, everything, everyone's stronger, like more technical, everything's like a lot, especially in, in AC Milan, obviously in Italy. It's, it's incredible players. So yeah, it's a huge step up for me. So it's improving my game every day as well. It's really good. And I guess it's the fitness side of things as well. Now you'll be able to focus more on every single day, being in the gym and training and, you know, being able to kind of finesse all that sort of talent that you obviously naturally have. Yeah, no, definitely it's, no, it's all it's all rounds like so good for me. Like my fitness, yeah, like you said, my technical skill. Um, just being around like fit, strong, good players like make it improves your game so much, and you kind of naturally rise to their level and speed of play and everything. So, yeah, this is the best thing that could have happened to me right now, definitely. And you've been away from home for quite a while. How much do you miss home? A lot. I'm still definitely. I love going during um, lockdown. Covid is. I was in France, and the first, uh, the, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, going home to my family. Like I still miss home a lot, and I'm t- total homebird. I'll go home as soon as I can, like whenever I can. Spend my summers there and everything. So never really go away because <laughs> obviously I'm away from home quite a lot. 
Yes, home for you, Stonehaven. Are you from um, still in Aberdeen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My family are in Stonehaven, so that's home for me right now. Yeah, and do you manage to get home often, or is it something that's um, most Christmases, summers, um, Christmas? Obviously, it's only think actually this year where well, since I've been playing professionally it's only been like a good four or five days because obviously the seasons are quite strong around Christmas mm-hmm. um this year it's the same um but obviously from July to December don't get home at all I don't think unless maybe we'll have like a long weekend off but I don't even think that's likely because obviously it's such a professional league over here so no I don't really get home a lot so that's why whenever I do I take advantage of it yeah I mean what do you miss most I mean obviously we're here in Scotland and we I mean I'm looking at the weather just now and it is the most (laughs) miserable day so I can promise you you're not missing anything right now but you know Scotland I think when you're Scottish and you go away you've got like I know a little bit of affinity like I don't know it's just a special thing what is it that you miss about Scotland no you're right it is it's definitely something about Scotland isn't there there's yeah, I think obviously it's my family and not the weather, like you said, not the weather at all because I'm sitting here and it's like 32 degrees, so <laughs> not the weather at all. But uh, yeah, my family, my, obviously I've got quite a lot of friends in Scotland as well that I've kept over the years even though I've been away. Um, it's just, you know, it's just for some reason Scotland's feels, I think it will always feel like home and mm. no matter, like even if my family move or whatever, it's it's always just going to be home and I like going home and just being in my own like chilling and I've got my dog as well who is old and yeah I love being with her as well so yeah. And do you when you're home I mean you're obviously a football fan do you follow football in Scotland? Um, I, I do but actually my dad's side of the family is English and a huge Man United fan so <laughs> I follow English football more but um yeah, when, when I come home, if my friends, some of my guy friends are going to the Aberdeen games, I'll go along with them and everything. But yeah, I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not a huge football fan of, in Scotland. Like, I'm, but I am like Aberdeen. If I, I'll, I'll cheer along Aberdeen when I'm there. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, you obviously started out your career there as well. So mm-hmm. exactly. it's for you to you know, have a connection with the club. And obviously your five years in Miami, I know you were saying it was a scholarship, so you were studying as well. Um, but what an amazing opportunity, you know, for a young girl to go over there and not only play, you know, your sport, but to just experience a different culture, a different way of life and obviously get your qualifications. That must be pretty amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's, I think that definitely helped me. Like I said, I was a home bird and I hated leaving home before. And then I got that opportunity and I just kind of grew some courage and took it and that's definitely made me like who has helped me a lot of who I am today like kind of being a bit confident to do things and you know reach out and grab an opportunity definitely if I didn't if I hadn't done that like I definitely wouldn't have been where I am today like in Italy and Mm -hmm. traveling to play football definitely not because it gives you confidence doesn't it but you also get like a work ethic I think as well you know from having if you need to earn money too and you know work two or three jobs sometimes too so um it can be that life experience I think that makes a difference sometimes when you want to make the step and push yourself on exactly exactly that's what it makes you just work harder doesn't it it's because in America as well they kind of have that lifestyle that you have to work hard nothing comes really easy if you don't work hard they that's kind of one of their mottos so yeah I kind of made that in my brain and yeah that's kind of what my attitude is now like just work hard for everything definitely you spent a year in France too didn't you 
Yeah, I spent a year in France. Did that kind of help bridge the gap for you, do you think, between the sort of the American sort of collegiate life and into sort of a European feel of football and, and the way that it's played in Europe? Definitely, definitely. It was actually, France is actually one of the top leagues in women's football as well, so I was really lucky to get that opportunity. But definitely, yeah, definitely. It was like a, it was FC Met sort of, uh, um, nearly knocked over my teeth there. Um, <laughs> it was FC Met, so it wasn't obviously... It's a, it's a, it was a really good program, really good club and everything, but it's not like as big as AC Milan, obviously. So definitely has created that bridge to develop me more, and that's me had it like got had a taste for European, European football as well, obviously. Here and it's as big as it kind of gets, obviously AC Milan. I mean, it really is. That's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously, I can only imagine what it feels to wake up and see you're an AC Milan player every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Still overwhelmed, definitely right now. <laughs> And how have your family been with it? Have they, they must just be so proud of you. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. They've kind of been with me all, all, the whole step of the way. They're the typical cringy, like, so proud of me family, you know, my dad especially. He's always on. He just he actually just got social media just to follow all this stuff and everything, just because obviously there's, it's all happening for me right now. So um has no idea how to use it. But, yeah, he's really proud, obviously. They all Absolutely. are. And do you think, I know everything's kind of different just now with COVID and all that, but I guess it would mean a lot to them to be able to get over and, and see you in action as well, hopefully at some point. Yes, they tell you, actually, this is how supportive they are. My mum and dad actually came over just as I came over two weeks ago. Oh. They were lucky enough. I know it was difficult with COVID and everything, but they managed to find flights and they're back home in Scotland now, um, quarantining. <laughs> so yeah. they did that for me, like, even though they knew how they had to quarantine into, uh, for two weeks after they came. Yeah. And um, after we arrived back in Scotland, they still did it for me. So um, just to make sure I was all settled in and everything. So that was really good of them. And yeah, they said they'll get out as soon as they can for a game. Definitely. And that's the thing. They wouldn't have wanted to miss that moment, you know, of you signing. But there's obviously the practical side of settling you into a new country where you, you'll be learning a new language, I would imagine, as well. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't have wanted to miss that moment where you signed. No, not at all. Especially my dad, no. He was like, I'm not missing that. <laughs> and how are you getting on with Italian? Like, have you picked anything up yet? <laughs> no, just, uh, they say prego quite a lot, which is no problem. So that's quite obviously, they're always like, they're so easy going. They're like, no problem, no problem. So uh-huh. pick that up. But um, obviously, I've learned a little bit of French. So it's quite similar. They're like, all the Latin languages are quite similar. So uh-huh. hopefully I'll pick it up faster. But um Languages, uh, football is kind of like another language, isn't it? So yeah, you can kind of speak stuff on the pitch and everyone will understand. But we have Italian lessons, so they start soon. So hopefully it'll be fast. Yeah, are you training, are you training five days just now? Uh, six days right now, like some twice a day as well. So Yeah, double yeah, session. It's yeah, it's quite <laughs> heavy right now. <laughs> but then I suppose you'll be used to the heat too with Miami. It's not like it's going to be, you know, completely foreign to you exactly yeah. no it's yeah the pre-seasons in Miami were hard as well so I'm kind of used to the heat here yeah but it's just a different level of football obviously so trying and keeping up with that is good as well and is the ambition I know you're literally just in the door but I guess one of the the first things that would come into your head is that opportunity to play Champions League football um is that oh, yeah. something that's definitely at the forefront of your ambition definitely definitely I mean that's everyone's dream isn't it to play Champions League football so um yeah they just actually Milan just missed out on it due to Covid they just cancelled the season obviously and they just missed out on it goal difference so it was like a shame so they're 
it's a bit bitter in their mouths right now. They're all like a little bit annoyed about that. So I think that's the first goal this year is to move, push on for that. So if I can be a part of that, then I'm really excited about that. Definitely, yeah. it's my aim as well. And you never know, obviously, that we have, you know, Glasgow City here in Scotland who are always there and about Champions League qualifiers, etc. I mean, um, to come up against, what what do you make of a team like Glasgow City who are literally, you know, an independent women's team who are, you know, fighting for spots and playing in the Champions League? That's so good for them. Like, I'm so happy for them because obviously they're playing, they're about to play Wolfsburg in August, aren't they? So, no, it's so good for them, like... If they can keep going on and pushing it and get result against Wolfsburg, it'll be so good for Scottish football. Like for Scottish mm. women's football, it'll be so good for them. So, no, it's really good. Like especially like you said, they're independently owned as well. It's just for like 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 I said, just for women's football in Scotland. Like we need that, you know. Like we need mm. that to push the name out a little bit. So yeah, that's really good. Really good. It's definitely about that platform as well. And I think everyone that we've spoken to throughout the pod has been something that they've said about the women's game in Scotland is that, you know, that it is pushing forward, but there's still such a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what would your, I mean, obviously you're playing, you're now there at sort of top level in Italy, looking out from an outsider's perspective to the Scottish game, would you say, you know, that you would be attracted to play here at some point or is that not? No, definitely. I think, like where we are now, where I remember obviously playing for Aberdeen when I was young, when I was like 16, 17, and it was just so far back, you know, like from countries like England, Italy, France, um, yeah, even England, um, when I was playing at Aberdeen and we were we were like playing for top six football when I was playing there as well, in the which was then the Scottish Women's Premier League. And looking at it now and being able to compare it, like, the likes of Hibs getting Champions League football as well and Glasgow City and now Celtic and Rangers have just gone like professional a little bit as well, haven't they? So, no, it's growing so fast and if they can keep pushing for that as well, like I think definitely for me, I'd, I'd love to go back home and play, you know, and play. Obviously, as women, we're kind of used to playing just for the love of the sport. Mm. But obviously, see when you see the men like in Scotland playing for a lot more money than the women in Scotland play for. Um, definitely, you obviously want that as well. So definitely, when I, a few years time, like if still growing the way it is, I wouldn't see no why not. Definitely would go yeah. home and play. Definitely. And I think that's the thing as well is keeping that momentum going, isn't it? In in the women's yeah. game, yeah. making sure. And we've talked so many times about how the you know the pandemic that's happened has happened just at the most inopportune moment for women's football. You know, because there was a momentum gathering with the Scotland national team as well, doing so well last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does just feel a little bit like, like you see, women have always had to dig deep to play football in Scotland, but now it feels a little bit like we have to dig a little bit deeper now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Just, it's important, isn't it? It just shows really how much we love playing football. Like it's a good, it's a very positive reflection on the women in Scotland, you know, having to fight for all of this. Um, but yeah, after the COVID, it's like such bad timing. But like I said, it's like just it'll just be only beneficial for the women, like digging deeper for this, you know, because then it'll all be worth it in the end when you get the results. Absolutely. And I think we touched just briefly there on the national team. And I think, is that an ambition of yours as well to, to get capped at some point? I think you played under 19s. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I was involved a little bit under 19s. Um, and obviously, you went off the radar. You go off the radar a little bit when you go over to America 
and now obviously it's my only it's not only my second year playing professionally and it's now it's for a big club so hopefully if I just kept keep pushing in and working harder then obviously it's the aim for everyone isn't it so to play for your country so no definitely something I'll work for this season especially in the first few months and just if I keep working hard then hopefully it's something that'll come yeah it doesn't it seems like you know the perfect opportunity for you right now with the stage that you've got to to play your football on and to really make the best of that opportunity and um, Scotland though have got such a you know a a lot of experience in their team you know a lot of really great players that have been there for a while so it seems like you know there would be the perfect opportunity for someone you know, for a sort of a younger crop to come through. And I think that that's something that they're really looking to as well. Yeah, they definitely, it's good. They, I mean, in the recent, I think in the recent camps, there's been a lot more like younger people coming through, I think. So no, it's, it's really good. And obviously experience is really good as well, but um, it's 50-50 really, isn't it? Like experience is good. And then having younger people come up to experience from them, experience people, obviously, yeah. and learn from them is really good. No, definitely. And also, obviously, down south as well. You know, when you look at the Scotland team, you've got players like Erin Cuthbert, um, yeah. you know, girls that are doing really, really well in England too. So I guess it's just, it is that increased profile of the, great, the game globally that will help, that I think that you can see helping the women, this particularly Scotland women's national team. But it is that, you know, that sort of home crop of players that, that do need to come through. Like, feels like that sort of grassroots here, um, for me, needs to be pushed on. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I definitely do. Like, like so. Yeah, so you talk about Erin Cuthbert, and like it's so good that they've went in England to play and kind of develop their game. And then it's like, like uh, here in Italy, you've got Lana Cleland who plays with Fiorentina, and it's it's also good. I think it's also good that you've got Scotland are get Scotland women are getting out there mm-hmm. and they're experiencing these new things. So then when they come together, it'll be like that's almost like they're all they've all kind of experienced like different things. You know what I mean? Like. And then you've got Rachel Corsi in America and she's experienced a completely other different maybe style of football as well. So yeah, when they all come together and they'll be like stronger as well, like they'll have to be able to like share their experiences and growth and everything with each other. And I think you can see that sort of blend in everybody's game coming together in, in the national team. Mm-hmm. But also we talked you said there a little bit as well about you know Celtic and Rangers have gone professional and Hibs doing so well recently too. Um, so that can only be a, a good thing um, for, for, for the national side. You've obviously spoken about your ambition already in terms of, is it a, you're on a one-year deal, isn't it, just now? Yeah, I've on just signed for one year for now. So, I mean, I would imagine your focus is fully on just right now making the best of these next no, one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think it's important for me. I think the start as well is so important for the next few months to really focus on doing well for the club right now and then once you're when with the momentum and you're playing and you're training you're doing well hopefully that all comes and it's all you need to get started don't you really need to play a few games and our season doesn't start for another month or so so just looking forward to getting started here and then the rest comes after that see where it takes you exactly and I, exactly. And I feel I always talk to people about you know the influence that's so important that footballers have on youngsters just now and Mm -hmm. I feel like having people like yourself um going out there you know you're a girl from Aberdeen you know and you've gone out and you've you're literally living your dream um and I know when you're in it sometimes it's hard to sort of detach yourself from it but 
you know, if you were to sort of give, you know, a young footballer just now advice about, you know, someone, you know, a girl that's playing anywhere in Scotland and isn't sure if they can stick it out or if there's any point, what would you say? Well, I'll tell you exactly what I was thinking, like definitely, like about a year ago, I was sitting and I wasn't, just over a year ago, just before like my professional career started and I was sitting and I was like, hadn't really had like much interest from anyone and I was obviously I've just been playing in America so my name wasn't really out there and but I knew I'd worked hard so I was like kind of satisfied with myself with that but I remember telling myself like no if, if I've worked this hard and it's gonna come and football's like good things come you know if you work hard good things will always come like I know that um so I'd if I, I have any advice for anyone and if anyone's like how I was this time last year I was like no I've worked hard and I know that it's going to come and then like a week later so like I got the first like offer from the team in France so I was like no I deserve that and like I knew I did and so basically like to summarize yeah just if you work hard like it's going to come like 100% and if you have the right attitude and the right like mentality you know and you can like it's anything's possible like 100% yeah. And I know that as well because, like, like I said, a year ago I was sitting without anything, and now a year later I've just signed for AC Milan. So it's yeah, and it sounds so cliche, doesn't it? But like, it actually happened. So, yeah. like for me, it's I totally believe in that one hundred percent. And sometimes I think it does feel like in in any walk of life where you know you've worked really really hard, and sometimes you do get to the point where you think, right you know not about giving up but you know I've come so far and it's not happened yet and sometimes it's right before that moment you give up that something actually does happen yeah exactly and it does sound like you know like when we're talking about it it sounds like oh no you're just saying that but it's 100% true and like I would never now I was like why was I ever thinking about like just maybe giving up you know but no it's 100 it's so true if you work hard and like have the right attitude like I said no it's definitely it's gonna come to you definitely and that's the thing about sticking to it as well, because mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with feeling like this is hard or, you know, I've put in a lot or maybe I should have more at this point. But it's just the key is not stopping and not giving mm-hmm. up, you know. The Knatics is like women's football as well now. It's going to get so much better and there's so many opportunities and teams are getting better. There's more development, there's more investments, you know, like obviously like talked about a little bit with COVID's kind of messed up a little bit, but. It's only going to get better now at this point it's only going to get better so there will be opportunities and there will be advancements and developments and I've learned that as well and yeah you just have to wait out really. Christy it's been an absolute pleasure I honestly wish you all the best for the next year I know that you're going to go on um, and be a name that we're familiar with all the time so thank you so much for joining us. No, thank um, you so much for your time as well I appreciate it. Okay.